Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. President Biden's two German shepherds are back in Delaware. Sources tell CNN the dogs were removed from the White House after a biting incident. The biting incident came out of nowhere. I mean, who knew a 90-pound German attack dog would present a danger? Yep, Major and Champ have left the White House, and Sunday night, they're sitting down with Oprah to discuss where it all went wrong. <laughs> Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot announced that the Cubs and White Sox will be able to fill their stadiums at 20% capacity on opening day, or as the Mets call that, an attendance record. <laughs> uh, this is cool. Over uh, in Japan, they're about to open the new Super Nintendo World theme park. The park was supposed to open last year, but construction got delayed when the plumbers kept uh, getting high on mushrooms. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Happy Wednesday! Whiskey Wednesday, don't forget that. Pump Day. Oh, I didn't know we were playing a game. Okay, it's also, uh, it's Mario Day. Yes, March it is. the 10th. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Is Chuck Norris's birthday? Easy. Don't fucking do it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I didn't do it this morning on the radio station, and I will not do it in the podcast either. Atta girl. Okay, welcome, everybody. We've got a ton of things to talk about today. Coming up, we're going to talk about Piers Morgan walking out yesterday and and the the just general hatred for this man. And I can't figure out, I mean, when people hate, I, I don't know, who's a right-wing commentator in America. We'll say Tucker Carlson. There's people out there that fucking hate him. But there's a lot of people that love him and really like his opinions on things. I don't see many people lining up behind Piers Morgan. Mm-hmm. I don't think he has the same clout or cachet Mm-mm. that some of the other commentators do. So we'll talk about Piers. Um, we're going to talk about loud sex. And what do you do when your neighbors are just bang, 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 and you just want to sleep, 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 sleep. So that's coming up. Uh, a suggestion that you should wait 12 dates before you have sex and the reasoning behind that. Mm. Another DUI at McDonald's. And we'll talk about Lady Gaga in just a sec, too. But first off, uh, yesterday, a couple of things came to light in Ottawa. Number one, uh, the prime minister was out doing his news conference, and he said that Canada knew in advance Johnson and Johnson is having production issues. So we're, we're going to get fucked again by Johnson and Johnson this time. We've already had AstraZeneca and Pfizer do it to us. Now Johnson and Johnson's going to leave us hanging for a bit, but that's okay. Apparently it's fine because we knew it was coming, but it was what Dr. Tam said in the next news conference that I want to fixate on here. She was asked about the guidance that came out from the CDC in America. The center for disease control has said, if you're vaccinated and your partner's vaccinated, or you're going to the home of someone who's been vaccinated, Mm -hmm. you don't have to distance, you don't have to wear masks. And all the reporter was trying to find out is, okay, if that's the direction in America, can you clarify what the direction is here in Canada? Yeah, that's a fair question. It's a totally fair question, which she totally scooted around. No change to the guidance, we'll let you know. Okay. See, and that's the kind of shit that they've been doing since day one of this fucking pandemic. And tomorrow is the anniversary, <laughs> by the way. 
That's the kind of shit that gets people frustrated and lose hope. I don't you know. Gotta, she should come out and just say it. You know what? We're going to leave masks on until probably fourth quarter of this year at the earliest. Okay, at least then we know. Or come out and back up what the CDC, the global leader in this shit, is already saying that if you're vaccinated and they're vaccinated, there's no problem. Go back to regular life. Do you Why won't they do that? Do you think, and, and, and I'm not throwing out any allegations that she, that she does, but do you think, because I'm trying to put myself in her shoes especially, she's got a little bit of PTSD still from the first wave when we were told the masks won't do any good. And now yeah. she's being asked, maybe in her mind prematurely, or maybe it's not prematurely, but she has this pressure to decide now whether we should or should not be wearing masks if two people are vaccinated. She's afraid to give the answer because she's afraid that it'll go down in history once again as the wrong answer. Oh, there's a lot of conversations I don't want to have, but I have to have them. And mm-hmm. and she's in the same predicament. I mean, yeah, right. she fucked up huge about a know. year ago when she said masks won't help. It, Closing they- borders is racist. Well, we know that closing borders helped and wearing masks helped a lot, too. And for her to just totally avoid that question yesterday was very, very frustrating. Yeah. And I mean, you know, the question's coming. That's the thing. If you're in that position, you probably are a couple steps ahead. Let's hope. Right. So you are already thinking about, OK, what are we going to say with this? And and if the truth is and I want the truth, all I want is clarity. If the truth is, you know what, we're going to wait and see how things happen in this state over here that we're watching because they've been whatever percent va- uh, vaccinated. We're going to watch that because they're going masks off. If everything turns out successful here. That's a good that's a good estimation that we should be fine here. But we're watching that. You know what? It, like, are you fine with that answer? Because I would be perfectly fine with that answer. But don't scoot around it. Yeah, don't scoot around it. Don't just say we'll provide guidance at a later date. No, we're at the point that we were all told we had to wait for. We're here. We're knocking on the doorstep of it every day. Thousands more people get vaccinated and we take a step closer to herd immunity. If we're already into that phase, the vaccination is the end of the pandemic, they say. If we're there, then she should give us a little bit of clarity. And and maybe the clarity is, you know what, we might take it off sooner, but for now, you should plan on wearing masks until Christmas. Okay, at least it gives us a, a little bit of hope. And don't get me wrong, it's not like I'm dying to take my mask off. I just want a little bit of insight into what the government is thinking and how they're reading the situation. That's all there is to it. So, uh, again... Dr. Tam, Dr. Tam, thank you for nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the Lady Gaga story, I, I've got a problem with this. I mean, horrible situation for those who don't know. She was away filming a movie. She was in Italy, right? She is in Italy, yeah. She's still there, okay. Yeah. So she's filming a movie overseas, and her dog walker went to take the dogs out. Somebody, like, dog jacked the guy, mm-hmm. shot him, and stole the dogs. And then Lady Gaga came out and offered a half a million dollar reward for the safe return of the dogs. No questions asked. So somebody came forward. Yep. Here's your dogs back. Okay. So Gaga just cuts a check and we're done here, right? No, it's not going to go down like that. Well, here's the thing. And I'll give you a couple of hypotheticals here because it's it's a very careful situation. We're talking about um, people who are aggressively going after i mean they shot the damn dog walker it's not like they they probably didn't have to do it that way but they did so you can already tell what kind of a criminal that you're dealing with or criminals that you're dealing with there this is very serious and the cops are taking it seriously so there's a woman i think we've all heard by now all we know is a woman returned the dogs however it, it went down there was a woman who said here are the dogs and no questions were to be asked 
However, the new report is that that $500,000 that Lady Gaga offered up, no questions asked, she's being told by police now just to hold off because they haven't cleared the woman yet. Now, this could mean, and this is where people, I think, are getting all up in arms over. Like, oh, my God, you said no questions asked. Just give the lady the money. It's not really, I mean, Lady Gaga can do whatever she wants. It's her Sure, money. she can. Yeah, she the can police w- can't stop her from no. paying this person who returned the dog. This is apparently a very strong suggestion by police officers because they still have to clear her. And here's something that you maybe you didn't think about. Because I, I, I know of a, I have a relative who does undercover work. And there's situations that come up like this where this woman, I mean, we're all assuming here when they say that it's still being investigated and she could be part of it. We're assuming that she's guilty. But what if she's actually a victim? When you're, mm-hmm. when you're talking about hardcore criminals, what if you approached someone and said, here's fucking dogs, I'm going to kill you and your family if you don't return them and give me the cash? You don't know that didn't happen. So this could be a completely innocent victim. But either way, police have to look into it and, and investigate. So that could be, for example, one scenario. And then what you have is Lady Gaga giving half a million dollars back to the people who did this. And they don't want that because... It's a gang. They believe it's a gang initiation that went down. So if you're talking about a gang, you're talking about a bunch of other potential crimes that have happened. It's organized crime. It's organized crime. So it could this could have this could lead them to finding someone who murdered several people or have a big underground whatever. Like they they could be into drugs, they could be into weapons, whatever it might be. So this could be basically the tip of the iceberg to a massive investigation. And trust me, this is a hypothetical. I want to stress that. I'm just giving you a hypothetical as to one of the reasons why police may be asking this of Lady Gaga. And we haven't even confirmed that she's listening to what they're saying. For her, she could listen to that and go, you know what? I respect that you're doing an investigation, but I, I promise no questions asked. And I'm going to give my money to this person. And she can do whatever the fuck she wants with her own money. So let that be clear, too. It's not like they're banning her from doing it. It's her money and her choice. But she could be listening to them because there could be a lot more to what's happening here than what we're reading about and hearing about because weirder shit's happened. Sure. I'm, I'm just wondering, like, even if it is the person who did take the dogs and shoot the guy. Gang initiation, that's a weird one. Um, was it targeted? Like, were they specifically told to go after that or was it just a coincidence that it was Lady Gaga's dogs? It, from what we've heard, and again, this is just from what we've heard, they had no idea these were Lady Gaga's dogs. No right. idea. Even they were probably like, oh, fuck. fuck. There's a yeah. lot of attention on this, and we didn't want that. Yep. Okay, so if Gaga offered $500,000 for the return of her dogs, no questions asked, it kind of sets a, a dangerous precedent if somebody comes forward and returns the dogs, even if it is the person who did it. Even if she flat out said, yeah, yeah, I stole your dogs, I shot the guy, but... I'm living up to my end of the bargain. You said no questions asked. So give me my money. I still think even in that case, she's got to give the money. And she might. Like I said, she might. We don't know where her head's at. We don't know. And she won't say anything. And the reason why she hasn't said much, you might notice. You might notice that she hasn't posted on Instagram about that. But she posts about her movie that she's filming. Right. Because there's an investigation. And, and she doesn't want to speak yet until they've found out everything they can. And maybe they're going to bust these people and maybe they never will. Maybe they'll never truly find out. The woman will get her money and be about her her life and we'll never find out. But if there's a chance that they could bust some kind of a big illegal situation that's been ongoing with whatever it might be, they're going to do everything they can to make sure that that happens and that they're not giving basically half a mil back to this crime organization. I'm again, it's just a hypothetical, but I'm trying to give people reasons to understand why they're telling Lady Gaga what what they're telling Lady Gaga. 
Police were called to a McDonald's in Hollidaysburg, Pennsylvania, after a 29-year-old woman named Skyler went through their drive-thru several times in a row because she kept forgetting she'd already been there. Staff called the police. When they got there, they decided, "Eh, that's a little weird, like she just showed up and ordered food and can't even remember that she was here like five minutes ago. They've got the results back, and she was drunk. (laughs) not only was she drunk she also had meth in her system yeah Uh, she told the cops she had a prescription for the methadone but uh prescription or not still not safe to drive after you've taken it even worse she had kids in the car at the time oh come on you know there is shit like that i mean that was in pennsylvania but shit like that actually does happen all yeah you're you know you're a real piece of shit when you drag kids into the situation too you You know like Fuck me. I uh, I feel horrible for kids that have to grow up in a situation like that. Yeah, I mean, it's terrible. addiction's a horrible, horrible thing. And, and for people who are dealing with it, I, I implore you to get the help you need and shit, leave your kids out of it. Let's go to uh, Piers Morgan now. Mm-hmm. Piers Morgan, you may know him from CNN back in the day. He took over when Larry King left and he had Piers Morgan tonight. And, and then he was gone from CNN. He went back to the UK and... He's just sort of generally been a loudmouth, but generally a fairly well-respected interviewer because his interview skills are good. He calls people out and he'll do follow-up questions that are important. So he walked off the set of his morning show in the UK yesterday because he didn't like the fact that somebody called him out. Can we play the audio? Yeah, let's play this here and then I'm going to give you uh, the the background story because you might want to know more when you hear what his co-host had to say. She's entitled to cut you off if she wants to. Has she said anything about you since she cut you off? I don't think she has, but yet you continue to trash her. OK, I'm done with this. No, no, no. Sorry. No, oh, sorry. Absolute, do you know what? That's pathetic. You can trash me, maybe not my no, own. No, no, no. See I'm, you later. I'm being... Sorry, can't this do this. absolutely diabolical behaviour. You... He, I'm sorry, but Pierce spouts off on a regular basis and we all have to sit there and listen. 6.30 to 7 o'clock yesterday was incredibly hard to watch. So, you might be wondering what uh, what he meant by saying that obviously you have a personal thing going on there. So let me give you the backstory. Because Pierce claims, this is based on his own claims that he's made on this exact show. Pierce's story is, he hung out with Meghan Markle, okay? And they had drinks or whatever. He put her in an Uber that evening. He says, and again, I say, this is his, these are his claims, After that Uber ride, it actually sent her to a party. The party where she met Prince Harry. Ah. That was the night that they met. I don't know if he feels he should be taking credit for their relationship. I know my personal theory on it. But he says after that, basically, she ghosted him. Uh, Now, was it a date? You guys might be wondering, what do you mean they went on a date? In my mind, maybe to Pierce it was. And maybe to Megan it was not. You know, if you're if you're a celebrity like Megan was at the time, you know, an actress and you are there and Pierce Morgan's like, hey, let's have some drinks. Yeah, you might be like, hey, yeah, Pierce Morgan, this might be a good networking situation for me to chat with Pierce Morgan. So let's go for a drink. In his mind, it might have been a date. And to me, it just seems like he is unleashing all these fucking sour grapes on Megan. 
And he's been talking shit about them constantly, basically since the wedding, but more so recently since they announced that they are stepping aside and, and, and leaving royal duties last year. And since then, basically continues to talk shit. And his co-host, as you could hear, couldn't take it anymore. Now, I don't know if that's really all it should have taken for Pierce to freak out. Like, really, what the guy said wasn't bad. He was just saying, no. come on. Like, we get it. You don't like the woman. Can right. you just chill the fuck out? You know, I, I, you, we would probably all hit a breaking point, too, if it was constant, constantly in our ear. So to me, and I'll let you uh, tell us what you think, but to me, this is a whole bunch of sour grapes for a guy who thinks he's got a shot with Meghan Markle. She ends up marrying a prince and gets all this attention and now leaving. So he's basically turning that into uh, into a shit all over Meghan Markle situation, basically, because he's sour about what happened. Yeah, I mean, there was a little bit more lead up to that than that short clip you heard. But I know that that's the clip that's gone viral of him actually walking out because that's the part that got shared on Twitter. So, I mean, they were going back and forth a little bit more than that throughout the episode. But generally speaking, I wouldn't think that that's enough to really get under Pierce's skin where he says, fuck this, I'm out of here. So I have to think that there's an ulterior motive, and I'm pretty sure that ulterior motive is money. And he is likely going on to another broadcast opportunity. And this was a great way to get some attention. Yeah. So while he does seem like a oh, spoiled brat, somebody challenges you. So you leave. I mean, what you saw on TV or heard in that clip there of him just storming out might seem that way on the surface. But there was more to it. And, and this has been ongoing. I mean, that guy's a bit of an antagonist, too. Um, Pierce is just sick of having to argue about this. So I'm glad he's gone. Because I don't really think he was adding anything constructive to the conversation, to be honest with you. Um, but I do think that there is more to this story that we just haven't heard yet. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but I'm leaning towards he's going to go to a competitor. Or yeah. maybe he's going talk. to Donald Trump's new network no, there, or something. There is already talk, actually, Scott, that he is going to the competitor there. Which is uh, well, a calm I forget what the name of it is. There's a, comp- there's a straight competitor. Competition, basically, there that he's apparently already spoken with. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, I'll I'll read you his comment this morning. He put out one on Twitter early this morning. Monday, I said I didn't believe Meghan Markle in her Oprah interview. I've had some time to reflect on this opinion, and I still don't. If you did, okay. Freedom of speech is a hill I'm happy to die on. Thanks for all the love and hate. I'm off to spend more time with my opinions. And then he quoted Winston Churchill. He put up a meme. Some people's idea of free speech is that they are free to say what they like. But if anyone says anything back, that is an outrage. Yeah. I mean, we don't argue well anymore at all. We certainly don't debate anything civilly. And and whether you uh, like peers or not, I tend to lean towards not. But I certainly appreciate Uh, that he has an opinion on this, like many people do. There's many people who saw that interview and instantly their opinion of Meghan Markle changed, their opinion of Harry changed. They felt sympathy and they they really zeroed in on either the racism part or on the, um, what was the other part? The racism part or, oh, the suicide part. Yeah, the mental wellness part or both. But there's a lot of people that are deeply skeptical about that story that Meghan told on Sunday and you can find a lot of parts in that interview that are questionable to say that. So Pierce had a problem with it. He gave his opinion. He got shouted down and left. Okay, that's fine. You're allowed to do that. You totally are. 
Uh, I think it's a good thing because I don't think it was helping the conversation. But if he's going for another opportunity and just use this as a little bit of publicity, he's probably smart then. He's figured out how to manipulate the media as much as celebrities manipulate the media to get attention for the various things that they want to promote. Just sort of the way the world works. Either way, uh, the fact that this has resonated back in Canada is a little shocking to me, particularly that it happened this quickly. But Prime Minister Trudeau is brushing off calls for a debate over Canada's future relationship with the monarchy. Hmm. Justin Trudeau says Canada still has work to do to eliminate discrimination and systemic racism in its institutions. But that doesn't mean we cast it aside and start from scratch. Right. It's a little premature, I think, to be asking that right now, isn't it? Isn't it? Sure. We need the monarchy because he's going to call an election in June. (laughs) Somebody's got to dissolve parliament. After that, you can get rid of the monarchy. Uh, I I tend to agree with the prime minister on this one. I I do. I think people are very in the moment, angry right now. Some people are. Yeah, it's too much. It's too much to ask that right now. Just everybody just calm down. But if everybody just takes a step back and thinks about it and, and gives it some good, deliberate consideration then uh, you can be angry at what happened. But keep in mind, we don't even know what happened. Exactly. There was nothing in that interview that was concrete. Exactly. And uh, people have just sort of been left to come up with their own story. And, and some people yes. are angry about it. and Maybe rightfully so. Sure. But to say, fuck this, we're out of the monarchy. Well, <laughs> let's just calm down for a second here. Let's have a sober second thought. And we'll come back and revisit that once the emotions have calmed down. You know down. what I think we should do is just all calm down about this until, um, you know, you don't want Queen Elizabeth to to pass on, but eventually it's going to happen. And when it does, will the throne go to William? If it does, is he already thinking about making changes? And what are those changes? That's what I think we need to wait on. We don't need to jump to any conclusions. Like you said, we really don't actually know anything. But I wonder, part of me wonders, and we didn't really get into it when we were talking about it um, the other day, but... I wonder what kind of conversations Harry has had with William Hush Hush that they'll mm-hmm. never bring up. Maybe even to their spouses. I don't know. Well, uh, but about specifically when William takes over, when William is king, will William be the one to make some changes? Because a couple of things that happen are kind of ridiculous. You know, it, it is 2021. Do we need to have this, that, and that, and the next thing? And, and Queen Elizabeth likes it that way, right? She likes doing the knighting and the kiss of the ring and all that other bullshit stuff that's happened for years and years and years she's very traditional obviously maybe william kind of isn't you never know i'm curious to see what happens when when that changeover occurs you know we might come out looking uh pretty prophetic here because we talked about this monday in the podcast it was a longer episode and it was right at the end but we were theorizing a little bit and and one of my theories is that uh, the relationship between william and harry isn't necessarily that bad And no doubt, even before Megan came along, they'd had conversations, hypothetical ones, Mm -hmm. about what's going to happen when William is eventually king. Yeah, you don't not have those conversations. Like, that doesn't happen. They may have been texting during that interview as it aired on Sunday, or I guess it was Monday in the UK. It's entirely possible. And we don't know their relationship, but we do know that Harry would like to see the royal family go on. The theory that we floated at the end of the podcast on Monday is simply this. Harry just doesn't want his dad to be king. It's or entirely possible. Or com- And that's the key. Maybe it's a little bit. Maybe Charles shouldn't be king. He did cheat on the mom. Mom ended up getting killed. Uh, Diana is specifically who we're talking about. Um, but Camilla was the other woman. And, and Camilla was in the picture before. 
and after Diana. And and Diana died in between. And it's entirely possible that Harry and William, who were very affected, obviously, by the death of their mother, just don't want to see the woman that their dad had an affair with be Queen of England. And and that's it's very possible that they don't want to see dad get taken down in a ball of shame, but they also don't want him to be king. And if they said enough that everybody understood that the racist comments or the lack of support came from Charles, but didn't actually say it came from Charles, that kind of creates a weird dynamic if and when the queen eventually passes away and there's got to be a new leader of the monarchy. It should be Prince Charles, but Charles has the option. He can take that kingship and he can make Camilla his queen or he can abdicate and send it down to William. And I think that is what everybody would like to see happen, except for a few diehard traditionalists over in the UK. And maybe this just really helped accelerate that decision-making process for Charles. If he takes over as king, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people that take issue with that and with the royal family. By putting that out there on Sunday night, maybe all they really did was make sure that Charles will never be king. Yep. Quite possible. So? It's possible. Yeah. Um, and no, we don't need to have a debate about the monarchy right now. I mean, yes, there will be a time for that, but I still think people are way too charged up before we get to that. Uh, let's talk about the note that got left for some neighbors. This is actually kind of funny. Uh, the people shared it on Reddit. It was a note that got left for them because they were fucking and it was loud. <laughs> So here's the note that (laughs) I love this straight up. Let me read you the note. Okay. Second March, 2021. Dear nosy neighbors to the new neighbors who moved in located at the back of the units right above the laundry and closest to the car park and clothesline. Your walls are paper thin apart from your noisy daily life and chats and music at the door of your bedroom. We were woken up this morning at around 1230 a.m. mortified, drifting from what we thought is a nightmare into reality with the sounds of doggy style body clapping sounding sex with loud moaning and groaning. You're showing very little respect for the people living all around you who have little kids who are traumatized by the noises. Your sexcapade was then followed by laughing and chatting until the early morning. We can actually hear every word you say. Can you please keep it down? And please, please, please close your windows when you have sex because it's not sexy at all. If it happens again, we will call in for noise control and we'll name and shame your address on the Paddington Milton Facebook news group. Um, okay. Many, many, many people. More do than don't live in an area that at least shares one wall with someone else. We're talking condos, mm-hmm. apartment buildings, yep. townhouses, that sort of thing. And yeah, those walls aren't always soundproof. Some of them are really, really good. They've put the insulation in. You can't hear anything. But some of them are basically paper thin. And if they're having a real loud doggy style, yep. yeah, you can hear that. It doesn't seem like the neighbors are all that upset about it, though. The ones who got this note. Yeah. Yeah, and that could go either way. This is this is the question that I have though, because we've had we've all probably been there before. I think I remember I I in one circumstance when I lived. You were on, there. What's that? Yeah, you you've you've been there. Okay, go okay, ahead. Fill so me in. Similar, but no. 
um, it's either noisy neighbor because of sex or it's whatever it might be. Maybe your neighbor cooks f- a food that you hate and you continuously smell it through the vents. Mm-hmm. Like it could honestly, it could be noisy. The kids make running around. So any, for any number of reasons, you might hate your neighbor and the sounds or the smells or whatever they, that come from where they are. So a couple of, of things that, that remind me of this, but one of them I will mention is I rented out at the time the top floor of a townhouse uh, apartment. And the neighbors underneath me smoked a lot of weed. And now I don't have a problem with weed smoking. It's no problem, except for the fact they were obviously doing it in the house. And it was just coming up right through my vents. So it was like constantly smelling like weed. I never ended up saying anything. And I was only there for a short time. So fine. And I I was like, whatever. I didn't care. I was young. I didn't have kids. Doesn't matter. But when it comes to stuff like that, what's the best way to do it? Is a, because when it comes to sex, it could be embarrassing for both parties. If you go knocking on the door, you know, in between their, their sex sessions and being like, hey, so hope I can catch you before the next run. But like, it's <laughs> real loud. Like, it's just so you know, like, it's really loud and I'm trying to sleep, whatever. Or do you do something like this where you slip a note? Uh, under their door or post a note in the in the hall, community hall or whatever. A um, lot of comments on this. Angela says, I've experienced this. We actually waited until they finished, stood on the bed, and applauded loudly at the ceiling. <laughs> they got the message. Uh, James says, they have a very good, healthy sex life, and obviously he knows where the spot is. Good on them. If I got a note like that, I'd frame it. <laughs> Oh, fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, someone, someone here uh, says, somebody sounds jealous. Okay. And, and to John's comment, I, I understand where you're coming from, but it's it goes beyond that when it's someone who's constantly doing it, right? Like constantly always making noise, whatever it might be. If it's sex, you could understand how you might be jealous hearing it one time. Like, fuck, that sounds like they're having great sex. Like, damn, I'm jealous. But if they're constantly doing it every single night to the point where you cannot sleep and that's the truth, I think it's a little bit, I don't know, I think it's a little bit different. Uh, someone here says they should make up signs and rate the performance and hold it up in front of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know that that would shame these people, though. I'm really not sure. I mean, the fact that they yeah. took the note and posted it on Reddit, I assume, means they're laughing it off. And I got to admit, I'm a little torn on this. I mean, as much as your neighbors have a right to enjoy their property... You have a right to enjoy yours, too. And we all know that there's some basic, in some cases, unwritten rules, i.e., if you're an early riser, you don't get up at 6 a.m. on a Sunday morning and start cutting the grass. You wait till like 9 or 10, and then you can go out and fire off the lawnmower when you know that it's likely most of your neighbors are awake. If these people had been having loud sex at, I don't know, 830 at night. Is that a problem? Because you're allowed to have sex. You're in your own home with your partner. And if they're a bit of a moaner or a screamer, eh, there's not much you can do about that. I mean, when it's hitting the right spot, it's hitting the right spot. Yeah. So is the is it the hour that it happened at 1230 a.m. or is it the fact that they could hear it? Because the reality is when you share a certain area or you have a wall in common, some things are going to leak through, whether it be uh, weed and cigarette smoke or the sounds of a good, aggressive, doggy-style fucking. 
I love the, I love that part about the clapping sounds though. It just it has to be like the grossest like description, like that wet clapping doggy style. Fuck you guys are doing. It's really driving me crazy. Uh, Jennifer, I like this one. So uh, Jennifer says, I'll read just a couple more and then and then that'll be that. But Jennifer says, some of you have clearly not had to deal with this situation, but I can guarantee you you would be pissed. Years ago, I had to call the cops on a neighbor I shared a bedroom wall with for this exact reason. It was constant. Uh, It was every night at wee hours of the morning. Banging on the wall made the bitch louder. She thought it... (laughs) (laughs) She thought it was funny. It's like getting your ass slapped. (laughs) So obviously, that made me even more pissed. The most disgusting thing was that she had a kid living in that apartment with her. So if I can hear your sexcapades loud and clear to the point I get woken up every night, your poor kid must be absolutely traumatized. I was honestly starting to think she's a sex worker because I kid you not, it was every single night. I don't call cops on people, but with her getting louder and laughing about it, that was ignorant. I hope she was embarrassed when the cops did eventually show up banging on her door. Yeah, and I bet you the cop wasn't so excited about banging on the door for that reason either. That's not why they became cops, no, just so you know. They, no. they didn't go through police college and the hiring process and the training and yada, yada, yada. So they can knock on your door at midnight because you're, you're, you're having a good aggressive fuck. Like, that, that just didn't happen. <laughs> not, what they, not what they pictured in, in, in grad school there. <laughs> I wonder if they even prepped them for that. Like, is there even five minutes of one of the classes they have to take at police college that deals with how to deal with neighbors that are fucking really loud? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, noise complaints would be one, but but it is a little bit different when you're talking about someone fucking because anything could happen when you open that door, when mm-hmm. they open the door to you even, right? You could sure. the, fuck, they could still be nude or banging as they open the door. Like You really don't know what you're getting yourself into. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. A quick update on a story that we brought you late last year. Do you remember the guy who got caught having sex with an Olaf doll at Target? <laughs> Do Of course. How could I forget? Poor Olaf. <laughs> he was charged with criminal mischief. Uh, Target says they did destroy the two stuffed animals that he, quote unquote, violated. Uh, the update in this case is the, the prosecutors say that it will go to trial and they will introduce evidence that he has done this before at Walmart Aww. and they will send him now for a psychological evaluation. Wait a minute. Did he fuck Olaf both instances? Was it Olaf? <laughs> loud? Like the neighbors could hear it. It was bad. <laughs> no, but like seriously, was he targeting Olaf specifically or was it a different dolly fucked? No, no, it was Olaf. Like he's got a thing for the snowman. It's <sighs> fucking weird, man. Yes, ma'am. Certainly is. And finally, a professional matchmaker says that you should wait 12 dates before having sex. There's a series of uh, looks like TikTok videos that she's put out here where she's obviously promoting her business. Six different videos that explains her 12 date rule. But the most important takeaway from all of it, so you don't have to go through all the videos, is you should wait 12 dates before you have sex with that special person. The main reason 
is because sexual activity releases the hormone oxytocin, Mm -hmm. which can make you blind to red flags in a relationship. Is that what that is? Because I think everybody has been, uh, what what is the term they use? Uh, P-whipped? That's when the sex is so good. I don't know if there's a male equivalent for it. But when the sex is so good, you overlook a couple of the other glaring issues there because you want to keep getting that good sex. You want the good good. She's saying no. 12 dates. My question to you is, in a world of Tinder and Match and all the different ways that people are hooking up in 2021, is that even practical? 12 dates like you've got to really be into their personality or their sense of humor or their work ethic or whatever to hang around 11 more times to get late. Yeah. If that's what you would like to happen. So a couple of things. Oxytocin is intense. They use that to induce labor. And I don't know if you know that, too. No, I didn't they know actually that. Use, and, and I was I was injected with it hardcore before I had to undergo my emergency C-section with my first. From a professional or your husband who injected the oxytocin? Not my husband. I wish. The, the, the fucking amazing nurses, but those bastards. I mean, it, it, it's very intense. I didn't realize. I remember hearing after the fact that oxytocin has something to do with that when you have sex with someone for the first time. But anyway, it amazes me that what I thought I hated. I'm like, oh, is that what it is? Great. Um. Twelve, is it real? I mean, it can. It's doable. It's doable. It's not that bad. I mean, if you had said thirty, I go. That's like no one's fucking doing that. Not a one person is doing that. No. Nope. Twelve isn't as bad as I would have thought. But when I guess the first couple of because some people would say three is reasonable, right? Like that's what I've heard. Is like okay, wait oh, three yeah. dates, right? Three dates, and I'm heard? making him wait not yeah. until the third date at least. Exactly, exactly. Or they'll go <laughs> by way to like, make him wait. Or they'll go by months, right? Like no, two months, like whatever it might be, because we're gonna see each other four times in that time, whatever it is. Well, it does seem like a lot more, um, but maybe it should also be based on the. It'll be based on the person, the people's experience with relationships and sex. Because you'll have some people, like some of my friends who are dating still, will say, no, like next one, I'm not fucking having sex with him. I'm not having sex with him until like three months because I made the mistake last time of doing it. I got hooked on that and we weren't even emotionally involved and I need to just like find someone I want to marry. And he wasn't someone I wanted to marry. So we were just basically continuing on with a sexual relationship because that's how it started was a sexual relationship and I wasn't getting anything more from him. So next relationship, that's what I'm going to do. Okay, and then I also have the opposite of, of of friends who are like, no, it was too serious. You know, my last one, maybe I took it too seriously this time. I'm just gonna fuck around and see what happens. So they'll go first date. Don't care. I think it all depends on maybe on your past too. Like that mm. twelve date might seem crazy to some people, might make sense to others. Someone who had called this morning about it, he said he went with the rule of hitch. Which, by the okay. way, you can you can date. It's the a good rela- movie. Yeah, it's a great movie, and you could date the relationship based on that alone, right? It's been a little while since Hitch was out. Great movie, though. Hitch's idea is seven dates, and apparently that is the perfect amount of dates before you do the deed. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm Mm-hmm. I think, again, I think this varies uh, person to person. If You might know that that person is meant for you right away, and if that's what you're even going for, then you're like, yeah, I'm going to have sex with you because I know I like you as a person and I want to be with you. So fuck it. Let's do it. Maybe it, you, there's something to it if you're if this is a brand new relationship. Your first date was literally the first time you ever talked to them face to face. 
that make, might make a lot more sense. Like, you know what? I'm truly just getting to know this person and I don't know them. And I, if I want this to be serious, I need a little bit longer before I get hooked on them in a sexual way. Because it can be like addictive in a way, right? Sure. Absolutely. Isn't there also, though, some people out there who are just fed up with the dating scene and they don't want to waste their time? And sex is important to them. So they might as well find out right away if they're sexually compatible with that mm. person. So they intend to to do it as quickly as possible. Just because if they're shit or, I don't know, they're uh, whatever the reason right. is that you're not sexually compatible with them, you can just move on and not waste any time. If you wait 12 dates to end up with a real fucking letdown, uh, you feel like you wasted your time. Can you take those 12 dates, though, and, like, action-pack them into one weekend? Like, <laughs> like, we'll go out Friday. I'll take you home. I'll pick you up again about an hour later, and then I'm going to drop you off and just do something like that. Right. Can you dates. end? Yeah. Okay, dinner was date one. Now we're going to go for coffee. Oh, that, that's date two. Uh, and uh, by Sunday, we're going to be naked. It'll let be me, great. But let me ask you something. Let me ask you something, though. What's worse? Okay, let me throw this out there to you as a thought, though. What's worse? You bang first for all those reasons you just mentioned. You really want to make sure that you're sexually compatible. So you bang after the first or second date, but you're hooked on that, that oxytocin that's released. You're hooked on that. You're comfortable with fucking them now. So you're going to continue being with that person because you, you fuck pretty good. But then you find out later, this person's personality isn't for me. Okay. And then you got to break things off. So is that worse or is going through the motions of the 12 full dates then having sex and going, we're not compatible in the bedroom, but we're compatible other ways, but I don't think I can do it. Like, which one is worse? You know, I don't know. That's a real uh, Sophie's choice. I uh, like them, but they're shit in bed or, oh, they're really good in bed, but I don't like them. Yeah, I don't know what you do in that scenario. I don't I, know. I, I mean, feel like to me, most sex is good. It's got to be really bad for you to say, nah, that's a deal breaker. <laughs> I would think, right? It's got to like, be a real sloppy Joe for that right, to happen. Right, like, right. Like, they have no clue what they're doing. Like They uh, puked partway through. Exactly. Exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most sex is pretty good sex. Even bad sex is still pretty good sex. So, to end a relationship based on that, eh, I, I'm, I'm leaning towards this 12-date rule is a good one. But, you know what? If you really do like that person, and it's established from the beginning... I don't do anything before the 12th date, just so you know, because there's science behind it. When you get to date 12, holy shit, you will be so riled up and ready to go. Yeah. You might not even make it to dinner. Yeah. Dates are like uh, like 2 through 11 will be foreplay at that point. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and that's also when you start doing weird shit, like, okay, well, the uh, blowjob isn't sex, right? I mean, we can do that. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, yeah. Like, just a tip, no, just to see how it feels, but not all the way in. Fuck, pun intended, but bang on. I mean, you're right. That's exactly what would happen. Like, well, I know I said, like, we wouldn't fuck, but it doesn't mean, like, I can't, like, mouth fuck you, so. Like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, it's not really sex unless you put it all the way in. So, no. like, just a tip, you know? Like, uh, <laughs> We can play. That game, that never works. That never works. <laughs> no. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, just a little back rub, uh, uh, naked, and I'm going to, like, really aggressively rub up against your ass, you know? like <laughs> Naked with your cock. Let's try that. What could go wrong? <laughs> and on that, we will say... Right on my glutes. Yeah, nothing nothing bad will happen here. <laughs> the best massages are with a penis. <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> 
<laughs> and on that, we will say <laughs> thank you very much, you horny buggers. We will catch you right back here tomorrow with another edition of After Nine. See why I started with Hump Day? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>